Hello, this is Diksha from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Sunday, the 2nd of May. India has recorded more than 3,92,000 cases of COVID-19 in the last 24 hours. With this, the country's tally of infections has risen to 1 crore 95 lakh since the pandemic began last year. The death toll has surged past 2,15,000 after 3,689 deaths were reported in the last 24 hours. COVID-19 has now infected more than 151 million people across the world and more than 3.1 million people have lost their lives to it. The Union Health Ministry said that more than 84,500 beneficiaries in the age group of 18 to 44 received their first dose of the vaccine yesterday, which was the first day of the third phase of the inoculation drive. Joining the list of states flagging vaccine shortages for the third phase, Kerala has said that it is facing an acute shortage of COVID vaccine doses and will not be able to provide shots to people in the age group of 18 to 45 at this time. Mortuaries in Bengaluru hospitals are reportedly overflowing despite the state's efforts to accelerate the process of last rites by opening up more crematoriums and burial grounds. Adar Poonawala, the head of the Serum Institute of India, has alleged that he's been receiving threats from politicians and quote-unquote powerful men demanding instant supplies of Covishield. Poonawala, who is currently in London, was accorded Y-category security in India by the centre earlier this week. India yesterday received the first batch of 1.5 lakh doses of the Sputnik V coronavirus vaccine from Russia. Sputnik V is the third vaccine to receive emergency use authorization in India after the Serum Institute's Covishield and Bharat Biotech's Covaxin. Odisha today announced a two-week-long lockdown given the surge in coronavirus cases in the state. The lockdown will come into effect on May 5 and remain till May 19. Odisha Chief Minister Naveen Patnayak also declared working journalists of the state as frontline COVID warriors. Delhi recorded 412 deaths in the last 24 hours, which was its highest single-day death count since the pandemic began. The city also reported more than 25,000 infections in the same period. Delhi's oxygen crisis is worsening, with many hospitals in the city raising SOS alarms having dangerously low levels of oxygen remaining. Today, Delhi's Madhukar Rainbow Children's Hospital said that it has oxygen supplies to last just a few minutes. The hospital has 50 patients, including four newborns who are on oxygen support. The hospital has been putting out SOS messages for help on Twitter since this morning. Yesterday, more than eight COVID patients and a doctor died at the Batra Hospital after a one-and-a-half-hour disruption in oxygen supply. My colleague Nidhi Suresh and I spoke to multiple hospitals in Delhi, including Batra Hospital, regarding the oxygen shortage. Dr. SCL Gupta, Medical Director of Batra Hospital, told us, and I quote, Every day we are fighting a battle. Some days we win, some days we lose. Today, we lost so horribly. Unquote. Doctors described feeling helpless as their patients risk losing their lives due to factors that are not in their control. Read the full report on newslaundry.com titled, We Lost So Horribly. Batra Hospital sees eight patients die as oxygen runs out. While you're there, I also urge you to read Ayush Tiwari and Basant Kumar's ground report from Uttar Pradesh about the heavy undercounting of COVID deaths. It is titled, UP's Meerut is reporting seven times fewer COVID deaths. 
Our story of the week this time is the Election Commission of India moving the Supreme Court after the Madras High Court said it should be booked for murder for allowing election rallies in the raging second wave of COVID-19. We will come back to it later in the episode. The counting of votes is taking place today for assembly elections in West Bengal, Tamil Nadu, Kerala, Assam and Puducherry. As we record this at 5.15pm, EC trends in West Bengal indicate that the Trinamool Congress has pulled ahead of the BJP, leading in 202 seats as against the BJP's 77. The majority mark in the state is 148. In Kerala, the left Democratic Front looks to have retained power as trends at 3pm showed that the alliance is leading in 97 seats. The Congress-led United Democratic Front leads in 42, while the BJP leads in 0. In Tamil Nadu, the DMK looks set to form the government in the state, though official election commission data at 4.30pm showed it leading in 125 seats with the AIDMK leading in 77. The BJP leads in only two. Celebrations began late this afternoon outside DMK party offices across the state. In Assam, the incumbent chief minister Sarbananda Sonowal said that from early trends, it was clear that the Bharatiya Janata Party will form the government in the state. As of 4.55pm, the Safran Party alliance was ahead in 76 seats, while the Congress-led coalition was leading in 45. The majority mark in the state is 64. In the Union Territory of Puducherry, former Chief Minister N. Rangaswamy's AINRC was leading in 11 seats as of this afternoon, while the Congress was leading in 6. The majority mark in the Union Territory is 17. At least 16 COVID-19 patients have died in two days in two districts of Andhra Pradesh after a glitch in the supply of oxygen. 11 deaths were reported at a government hospital in Anantpur and 5 at a private facility in Kurnool. However, district authorities claimed that not all deaths were due to the oxygen supply issues. Anantpur Joint Collector Nishant Kumar told the Times of India that a total of 21 COVID-19 patients have died at the Anantpur Government Hospital since Friday due to various reasons. However, he did not specify these causes. Out of the 14 people that died in the Anantpur Government General Hospital, 10 were in non-COVID wards. The remaining four were among 180 patients on oxygen support and the intensive care unit. The Hindu quoted unconfirmed reports suggesting that the toll may be higher. The district collector of Anantpur denied the claims of oxygen shortage and said that the complaints about this were being attended to and being sorted out and that some people were spreading rumours about a shortage of oxygen deliberately. In Kurnool district, the deaths of five COVID-19 patients allegedly occurred due to a shortage of oxygen reported the Hans India. The hospital was reported to not have the permission to treat coronavirus patients. A criminal case has been registered against the managing director of the private hospital in Kurnool and more action will be taken under the Disaster Management Act, said the Kurnool district collector. In another incident in Gujarat, 16 COVID patients and two nurses were killed as a major fire broke out in the ICU of a welfare hospital in Baruch district on Saturday morning. Sources said that there were 24 patients in the ICU ward when the fire broke out in the COVID facility. Chief Minister Vijay Rupani has allocated an aid of Rs 4 lakh each from the Chief Minister's Relief Fund to the families of the victims. Now for our story of the week. Even as COVID cases in India rose to over 4 lakh a day, political parties continued to hold massive election rallies. In Bengal, 
Narendra Modi and Amit Shah held huge rallies until the third week of April. The Election Commission only banned election roadshows on April 22nd and limited gatherings to 500 people, still a high number as COVID infections continued to spike. Critics also questioned the poll body's decision to hold elections in eight phases in Bengal amid a global pandemic. The EC's defence was that it was too late to reduce the length of the elections. Earlier this month, the Calcutta High Court pulled up the EC for not making political parties follow COVID norms in Bengal while campaigning. The Allahabad High Court also took note of the deaths of over 135 government employees deputed for the Panchayat election in Uttar Pradesh and asked why it shouldn't take action against the State Election Commission. But the most scathing criticism of the EC came from the Madras High Court which orally observed that the poll body was singularly responsible for India's COVID situation. On April 26, the court said that the EC should quote-unquote probably be put on murder charges for failing to ensure compliance of COVID-19 protocol during election rallies. The bench led by Chief Justice Sanjeev Banerjee asked the EC and I quote, Were you on another planet when the election rallies were held? Your officers should be booked on murder charges probably. Unquote. Two days later, the EC petitioned the Madras High Court to restrain the media from reporting oral observations. The EC argued that the media should limit their reporting to observations recorded in orders or judgments. The court refused and the EC has now moved the Supreme Court against the High Court's refusal to entertain its plea. Tamil Nadu Chief Electoral Officer Satyabrata Sahu, who filed the petition, said that the media's reporting of the court's remarks has, and I quote, tarnished the image of the EC as an independent constitutional agency, unquote. The Supreme Court will hear the EC's plea tomorrow. Listeners, opinions about the Madras High Court's remarks aside, restraining the media from reporting the truth is not a solution. Even the Supreme Court said on Friday that governments should not curb voices on social media that ask for help. It is the media's job to report on the reality of the times we live in, from oxygen shortages to undercounting of deaths. Earlier this week, the media in India and abroad were called vultures for reporting on quote-unquote grisly visuals of cremations. I urge you to read Tanishka Sodhi's report on newslaundry.com in which reporters and photojournalists talk about why it is important to capture the worsening situation by reporting from cremation grounds. It is titled, Why are journalists showing grisly visuals of COVID funerals? Kalpana Sharma, in her column Broken News, also wrote about this, pointing out that had it not been for such reporting and the personal risks journalists have taken, we would not have known half the horror story that is unfolding. Read her column on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Showing Grisly Visuals of COVID Disaster is the Media's Job. Projecting Positivity Isn't. At Newslaundry, we aren't afraid to bring you the truth about the pandemic. But we need your support as an ad-free news platform. Help us report on the stories that matter. Visit newslaundry.com and hit that subscribe button on the top right corner today. Subscriptions start as low as 300 rupees a month. And now for some international news. In Colombia, thousands of citizens took to the streets for International Workers' Day marches and protests against the government tax reform proposal. This was the fourth day of mass demonstrations in the country, in which at least six deaths have been reported. According to The Guardian, unions and other groups kicked off marches on Wednesday to demand the government of President Ivan Duke to withdraw the tax proposal which originally imposed sales tax on some food and public services. 
total death counts have been inconsistent. National Human Rights Ombudsman Carlos Camargo said that three protesters died in Cali City and another three deaths there were being investigated. One death each occurred in Bogota and the city of Neva. A further 179 civilians and 216 police officers have been injured nationally. Sporadic incidents of vandalism, clashes between police and protesters and road blockades occurred in several cities on Saturday and riot police were deployed in the capital. The government has insisted that the reform is vital to stabilizing Colombia's finances, maintaining its credit rating and funding social programs. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Oh, 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 oh,